Hello, and I hope you're enjoying your day. Very often when parents get in touch about tutoring, one of the things they say is that is often after the mock results have come out, and they'll often say that um, their son or daughter didn't know how to revise for maths. So what I thought today, I would talk about um, just a few ideas, which I've um, come across through both my experience as a parent, through my degree in the courses I've done, and through working with other families and with tutoring. So one of the first things I would suggest, and this could come across as procrastination, but I could also be, and I would suggest more putting the foundations in place. I will put together um, a PDF for you to download so you can, so it's there if you want it. But for the GCSE syllabus, the AQA one and the Edexcel foundation and higher, um, if it's not there when you're listening or watching this, then message me at um, info at clarajamestutoring.co.uk and as soon as I've got it done I'll get it over to you um, but otherwise there will be a link below for you just to be able to uh, download it straight away. Um, what, but one of the first things I would suggest is that you list the topics and then have three columns next to it. The first one saying I'm not sure that I know this, the second one saying I think I know this and the third one saying, um, I love this, or I'm confident with this, or something like that. And the reason I would put phrase it like that is it's less negative than I don't know this, which instantly, if there's initially kind of like a string of things that you're not sure about, you're kind of like, well, I don't know anything, or that's the only thing I know. And very often it's a case that when you, um, you for example, someone says to you, oh, factorizing, you go, I don't know what that is. But when you're told that it's just a case of putting things back into brackets and, oh, yeah, I do know that. I can do that. So it's not that you don't know it. It's just you aren't familiar with the term that it was labelled as. So that's that would be my first thing I would do. Then from there, what are, depending on yours or your child's learning preference, what I would do is um, if you're writing as a notebook, or if you like to kind of like put pen to paper to revise, use a minimum of five colours because apparently doing that triggers more neuropathways, which again makes it easier to recall when you're sat in the exam. It's all about kind of like creating multiple memories and making it easier to recall when you need this information. So um, I would, when you're revising, if you think you know it or you've got to the stage that I've been practising this now and I think I know it, Write either an explanation for someone else, create a video like this for someone else, even if no one else is ever going to see it, or um, a podcast or whatever, kind of record it both um, audibly or visually or whatever's best for you. Or like I say, just pen and paper with the idea that as you're working through it, if you come to a point that you kind of think, oh, actually, I don't know how to explain that, I don't know you then realise the area where you're weaker and you need to go back and get a bit more practice. If I, if you can explain it to someone else with no problems, then that means you're confident with it as well or you wouldn't be able to explain it to the other person. And when you're working through this hypothetical explanation for another person, I would put um, a couple of question, example questions at the bottom and exp talk through expla explaining those. So, for example, if we were... Um, doing factorizing single brackets 
actually what I'm going to do is share my screen and do an example just so um, I don't go off on a tangent and waffle. Say we had 9x plus 6 just as an example. So in your explanation, what you would say is I'd find a factor that goes into both sides. So in this example, it would be 3. So I'd put 3 on the outside and then open my brackets. I would then ask how many times does 3 go into 9x and my answer would be 3x. So I'd pop that down first. I then come across a plus and there's no other negatives around, so I can just pop in a plus. And then the final thing I would do is ask how many times three goes into six, my answer would be two. Then I can close my brackets. And so that would be my explanation. And then I'd have a couple of examples um, explaining it further, or not necessarily explaining it further, but maybe one with a, neg a negative in, one with a couple of negatives in, et cetera, just to make sure that you are happy with um, explaining it to someone else. So if you're doing it on pen to paper, what I would suggest you do is index it so that when you come to revise later, if you want to recap something, you're not just going through piles and piles of paper or notebook after notebook and knowing, I know it's here somewhere. I would actually put it into um, a notebook or something with an index at the front and then your pages come like labeled afterwards. I would also use um, past papers, not ne part, not necessarily to test yourself as a test, but more either a to get used to working against the clock if you want to get if that's something that you or your child struggles with, or if it or just to kind of like work through it, no time restrictions and just kind of think, okay, I've answered that. I know that. I know that I couldn't answer that. So that's an area I need to work on and use it more as a gauge as to what you need to learn and where you are at the moment. So um, that would be another thing I would do. And I, if you cite, you can download them for free. There's a site called Mass Made Easy that um, I use. And on that site, you can also download the mark scheme, but also a model answer. So what you can do is if you come across something that you're not sure yet you know it, have a look at the question, have a go, and then go to the model answer and see whether your answer and working out reflects theirs. And if you've got to the same answer and you've shown you're working out, you're sorted, fine. If you've gone off on the tangent, you can then see where it is that you've started to go wrong. It could be something as simple as, writing down a plus instead of a negative and you're working out. So it could be something as simple as writing down the wrong number, um, writing a number down incorrectly or um, rounding too early or something like that. Very often just a minor mistake like that can have kind of like big consequences. So um, I would use the past papers for maths just as a gauge to help you kind of like uh, gain your confidence on what to expect because very often it's kind of like a case of this year um, Clara has five beads in the pot next year it's Jamie has five beads in the pot so the following year Angel has five beads or six beads in the pot just mixing those up a bit so the questions are very often kind of like very similar to what you've had on previous years so if you can um, kind of almost brace yourself for what you could expect especially in the earlier part of the paper when you go into the exam, you can feel a lot more relaxed. And this is just a side note I'll stick in here now. Apparently, something else I've learned, it 
your body can't understand the, or can't tell the difference between nerves and excitement. So if instead of going into the exam, going, I am really terrified about this. I am really scared. Really don't want to be doing this. But instead, if you tell yourself, hey, I'm really excited about this. I am really looking forward to this. This is really quite exciting. Apparently, statistically, it's been um, proven by universities in America that you will perform better just by telling your brain that you're excited and not nervous. One of those quirky facts. And I know I'm waffling about GCSEs, but even if your child's doing their SATs, these same ideas will obviously work. But instead of um, writing down, you just instead write down the syllabus for the SATs paper and then have a look at the areas that you think you need to work on. And what I would also suggest is if you're having one of those days where you can't get with you, your child, whoever it is that's having doing the exam, I, I'll refer to it as you. But um, if you're having one of those days where you think, I really can't be bothered today, take one of those things that you think you know or you're confident you know and have a go at that, even if it's just for five minutes. Because if you set yourself a challenge on a day when you can't be bothered, it's going to be an uphill struggle. Whereas if you set yourself a smaller challenge, it could be that you get started and you kind of think, oh, I can do that. That was quite easy, actually. And you do something else. And suddenly five minutes becomes 10 minutes, becomes 15 minutes. And if it doesn't, at least you've reiterated your knowledge in something and you've actually done something today. And it's that compound effect of doing lots and lots of little some things is very often more impactful than sitting down all day the day before the exam, which I know is how a lot of people prefer to work. And for a lot of people, it does work. But for a lot of others, it is that little compound effect of slowly over days, weeks, months, just doing one small thing every day and um, accumulating it like that. And I've just thought if you're using flashcards for your revision notes, again, even though they're individual, I would still index them just so it's easy to find it and you're not having to go through each and every one every time. Um, something else I always talk about is the fact that if you just keep doing pass paper after pass paper after pass paper, all you're doing is giving your brain one memory, one strong memory. But when you're in that exam and your brain's not necessarily functioning logically because you, although you've told yourself you're not nervous, you're actually enjoying this, you are nerve, potentially nervous. Um, by doing creating lots of different resources or different memories in your mind, so maybe making flashcards, maybe making a vid YouTube video, maybe making a podcast, maybe making a how-to sheet with lots of colours and examples and things, you're creating different places in your brain where you can now go back to to recall that information that you need. So, um, so the computer keeps making pinging noises and it's distracting. Um, so, and the final thing I would suggest is that at the end of each day that you've done something, try and do it every day, just write down one thing that you've done, which will move you towards getting the grades that you want. Because if you know that you, I just want to get a level four because then I've passed maths and I never ever have to do it again. That is your reason why today you need to just sit down for five minutes and get on because it is going to help you ensure and then at the end of the day, just write down, um, today I did five minutes work on two-way tables or whatever. If you're kind of like thinking, okay, I want to do, I want a level eight or a level nine in maths because I want to be able to go on and do it at A level, although probably a late eight or nine wouldn't be necessary at most schools, but I need to do it. And then I want to go on and pursue it at maths because I want to become an engineer or something. Then you know that today, then when you write it down at the end of the day and kind of, okay, 
this is why I've got to do it today because I want to do well because this is my end goal. Everyone's end goal is going to be completely different. Everyone's starting point is going to be completely different. But it's all about um, knowing why you're doing it. So you've got something there to motivate yourself. It's not about having nagging parents because all that does is build up resistance. And it, as a parent, I know it is really hard not to nag, but we need to be encouraging rather than nagging. Don't want to preach. Um, but if we were to write down at the end of every day as a parent, what have I done today to help my child pass their exams? And all you could put was I nagged them to go and get on with it. You probably wouldn't phrase it like that, but your conscience probably tell you, yeah, that, actually, that is actually what I did. And I think, um, again, I think... There's the sort of parents who will say, um, go and get on with it. There's the sort of parents who will kind of like say, okay, what do you need from me to get on with it? And there's the sort of parents who, oh, and then there's the sort of parents that will say, come on, we will do it together. Not saying any one of them is right or wrong because it all depends on your child. I know one of my children, if I said, hey, let's go and work on it together, we would have murdered each other by the end of the evening. Yep. My that was one of my daughters. Yeah, my son. We did quite a lot of revision together. We'd come like go for walks with the dog, and I'd test him on his flashcards and things like that, and just getting outside into the fresh air. It wasn't deliberate. It was just kind of like finding the time, and that was a good time. But going for walks together worked really well. It meant that we had quality time together, and um, he got to revise. And yeah, we were outside enjoying the local area brilliant um anyway going off on the tangent there so but the other thing is with keeping a log is kind of like you might write down today worked on um factorizing single brackets today just as that's an example i've already used um don't not sure that i really get it then in a couple of weeks time you might be going factorize double brackets today really enjoy doing that because it just seems to make common sense and you can kind of like see how you've progressed from kind of like I can't do single brackets to suddenly I'm going, hey, I really enjoy double brackets. And it's kind of just seeing the progress you're making is actually a really good way of um, motivating yourself. I couldn't do that a couple of weeks ago and now I really enjoy it. I really love it. Um, we do have these. Um, what have I done today to help me pass my exams? They're on Amazon. But um, you could obviously just use a notebook but there's a section at the front about how we learn. Um, and then there's a, um, a few suggestions on how to advise focusing on your what? I don't think you can see it. Focusing on why you want to get those grades. Is it because you just want to pass and never have to endure another maths lesson again? Or is it because um, you've got bigger plans, bigger goals? Um, Actually, I'll read you this. Revision suggestions. Work through past papers. These can be found either on the exam board website or on sites such as Revision World. Read, through, read the mark schemes. You can learn, learn a lot about what the examiners are looking for and how they allocate the marks. Watch YouTube clips on specific aspects that you are learning about. They treat them like a walk and talk mock. Use at least five colours when you are making notes. It goes back to the idea of stimulating more areas in the brain, making it easier to recall the information when needed. Don't try and study, sit and study for long periods. You won't take it in. Set a time of 30, 45 minutes, then have a 10-minute break. And it may be necessary for you just to kind of set a timer for five or 10 minutes. That's fine, whatever works best for you. The important thing is just to kind of do a little bit. Um, 
If you're struggling to commit, oh, if you're struggling to get started, commit to just five minutes. Once you've got started, you may just keep going. If you don't, at least you've achieved five minutes worth of revision. It's not a lot, but it's better than nothing. I've already mentioned how Jamie for myself made um, each of his quotes into a series of images. It's effort, but it pays off. Um, mind maps and post-it notes are also always popular. Ask for help when you need it. Believe in yourself, put the effort in, and there is no reason why you can't reach your potential. One more suggestion before we get started. What do you enjoy doing? If you focus your revision around um, this, you're more likely to actually do it. If you enjoy watching YouTube, watch relevant YouTube clips. If you like being artistic and creative, create posters, images, mind maps. If you like to go for a run, listen to yourself while you run, reading back over your revision notes. I know revision isn't the most exciting thing in the world, but a few months of hard work now, you can put it behind you. And if it, and at least you can semi-enjoy it as you do it. Surely it has to be a bonus. And then um, beyond that, there's a section on where you're going to revise, what you're going to revise. It talks about focusing. Um, and then after that, you've got the section to basically write your daily review. Um, like I say, that's on Amazon, but um, you could just as easily use, there's also pink copies. No, sorry, yellow copies. Um, you could just as easily use um, a normal notebook. So just another suggestion. I hope that's been helpful. And I look forward to hearing you on the next podcast, seeing you if you're watching this on video and the next video. Have a great day and good luck with the revision. Take care.